I'm ready to start this back up recording. Okay. I may not use this, but it, it sounds like we might be going into a ne- another episode. Okay. So let, let's just talk. Forget the recording. Let's just have a conversation. Yeah. But it is recording. So but, go but ahead. do you but do, but do you agree with that? Like like without without Kanye speaking and rapping on, on his honesty, because you know, Pac what Pac introduced to rap was sincerity. You know, you got Chuck D, you had Kel Karis was one, but nobody was 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 bringing uh, that not not the word conscious, but nobody was bringing emotion into rap. Nobody was rapping about like their mother and what you done for me and stuff like that. Dead and Caden, uh, a song like you got some some rappers that probably had a song about their parents, you know, but it wasn't no single other than like I would say Pete Rock and CL Smooth when, when they reminisce over you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Th- th- that's probably the closest thing you're gonna get to a dear mama, but you know. Nobody wasn't putting their career on the line for for like no. reading a newspaper article where a young young black uh, teenage girl that's a prostitute was a uh, prostitute that was found slain and make that they lead single or the second second single to an album. You know what I'm saying? He was making heartfelt songs, you know, when my homie called, but it was falling on deaf ears. You know what I'm saying? Truth be told, you know, it was falling on deaf ears. So he had to change his, he had to switch that shit up just to make some sales and, and probably recoup his money. You know what I'm saying? Because I guess back in them times, ain't no telling what kind of record contract he had or how much money he was being charged off of his, how, how much money he was making off his album. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. It probably was still and, all bad. Yeah. Yeah. Getting it ripped had off. To be. Yeah. It had to be. And, and, and to think of how much money he made off Juice. As good as a movie is that he is as good as the road that he played but how much did he make off of it? Did he ever get royalties off of it? You know probably what I'm saying? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, from the outside looking in, shit, we, we probably thought he had like easy three to five, six million dollars in the bank. But mm-hmm. then when they held that man buying three million dollars over a rape case without, with, with you know what I'm saying? With, with, with not all the details, like that, 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 that was horrible what they did to him. But see, everything he was doing prior to that was because of that. You know, the 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 two off-duty uh, cops that was in Atlanta that he shot. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? All that shit plays in. His mother being a Panther. You know what I'm saying? Them reviewing his records. Shit, that's the judge just sticking to his ass. That's that's them looking. That's them looking in your financial uh, records and seeing how much money you have. So okay, well, shit. If you got if you got 1.5, we're gonna put your bill at three million. We gonna make sure your ass not getting. If you get it, we are gonna break you. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's just how they do. You know, yeah. Because you got you, you gonna have to scrape that money up, and that's what he did. But shit, you know, like I don't know. I I, I just felt like I never knew that Suge didn't come up with that money, the bell amount. I didn't know either. It makes sense. Yeah, the I, story I, that we hear now makes sense, though. It it, it makes a lot of sense because. And that's another thing they don't talk about. I remember them being on the cover of the Rolling Stone, and I remember mm-hmm. hearing that Death Row Records was worth four hundred and sixty million dollars, or something, or maybe four hundred million dollars, something on that, some kind of figure like that. Mm-hmm. If y'all had that kind of money, and y'all wouldn't drop an album after album back to back, it, it's crazy that you only got one damn album from Dr. Dre during that time frame. 
Yeah. One album from well, I ain't gonna say one album. So they got two albums new, but but it, during that period where he was hot, they only got one. You know what I'm saying? Before the murder, right. before the murder thing, you know. They fumbled. I man. think they did. They oh fumbled. yeah, yeah. They swerped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. They was swerping. He was, was swerping. You know what I'm saying? And realistically, how did they have four hundred some million when? They only probably had three albums plus a couple of soundtracks. Yeah. How did y'all generate that kind of money like that? Y'all weren't doing no tours. Nope. That was fake numbers. Because if you look at the... I'm thinking so now. Yeah. Just look at the number of albums sold and you just say $10 per album. It does not add up to $460, Nah. I think like Snoop may have sold... Doggy style may have sold four to six million, something like that. It sounds right. And, and, dog, and maybe the chronic. Food. I think dog food may have did two million or a million. Yeah, I think two. And then yeah. the chronic maybe did maybe did four million. You know, shit. All eyes on me. Got six million, but after his death, probably went to ten million. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, was six, it was at least six million or five million when he was alive. You know, it, it was it was going it was getting up there. But she, he didn't get he didn't get a dime of that though. He didn't get the, he didn't get a chance to enjoy that shit. No. Let me show you this video. You mentioned uh, Kendrick yeah. being inspired. Kendrick Cole, somebody else you mentioned being inspired by Kanye, and. Looking at Kendrick's Drake. show, you you can def Drake, you can definitely see Kanye. Let me show you this, this video. This is Kendrick. I, I, I was imagining it when you yeah, that's that's Drake and that's Drake and Kanye stage. Yep. 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 That's the influence. Yeah. Kanye, hands down, is the best hip-hop artist shows. He gives the best hip-hop artist shows ever that I've ever seen because he brings an art type of vibe to the show. Mm-hmm. That, you know what I'm saying? He brings a vision. You know, a lot of them dudes just have like a little background of, of a little poster and yeah. they're walking back and forth. <laughs> yeah. and he, he doing it he, he doing it without dancing. He ain't bringing no dancers up there. He Man, when I went to watch The Throne, they had stages that elevated like like the size of a skyscraper. Mm-hmm. And when they got to the top, so if, if you were at the nosebleed seats, you could look directly at them. Mm-hmm. And if you were sitting down in the low-level seats, mm-hmm. the stage would turn to a screen. Mm-hmm. So no matter where you were at, you were able to get entertained and seat them. And in the middle of the performance, the stage was dropping down back to being level. So they was making sure that you was going to be able to see them if you was in a nosebleed, see them no matter where you where you were sitting. You had a good you had a good seat because the the, the damn stage was that big. You know, when they shrunk it back down, it, it turned to three stages. And I'm like, he really elevated Jay Z's performance because even though Jay Z is one of those kind of guys that just gonna stand there and rap and his mm-hmm. his beat sound good in the sound system. Well, when Kanye put the production behind it in the RC shit, mm-hmm. all them damn Jay Z songs just seem twelve times better. 
You know right. what I'm saying? You got the because he adding a visual to it. Right. Yeah, he, he adding a visual to it. You know. And I think he changed the game. I think he changed the game this year. He did, man. Kanye is he pushed pushed entertainment, not just rap. He pushed entertainment yeah. forward in his he does. his his his, his what do you call it time period or run? Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. He's the one pushing he, he, it forward. And, and to me, he he the one that had the second coming of of being emotional, you know, uh, expressing his emotion in albums. Like nobody ever had no song, Big Brother, where they, where, where they was no. giving the flowers to a guy that they looked up to, they work with, that's almost like they're pure, mm-hmm. but just you know, and, and not be ashamed to say it. You know what I'm saying? Just like yeah, dude, you like my big brother. You say, you know what I'm saying? You help me. You helped me get my mama a house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, nobody was rapping like that besides Pac. But then Pac never got that deep. You know what I'm saying? He didn't clear up what he had with Big. I wish he would have did that. I wish he would have cleared his name up. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a like one of the things that Pac didn't do that he left undone. You know? That's true. I want to show you this video. You mentioned... Uh, Sorry about that. That's my daughter. Uh, I'm talking to our three um, listeners. <laughs> I want to show you this stage. You mentioned the stage lifting up and a screen being at the bottom. Check this. This is uh-huh. Kendrick. Yep. Yep. So that's like the box. Yep. But you see, see the stage Beyonce coming up. Like that. Yep. The stage is going, you know, going up to the ceiling. I'm trying to mm-hmm. focus it for you. I can see it. And this part right here is a screen. Let's see. Right here. That's just a screen on the side of the, the stage. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's so exact same thing. And, and, and let me give Jay-Z his credit. Because Jay-Z has the best sound system of any rapper in history when it comes to concerts. He don't be yelling. Mm-hmm. He has the best mic check. He raps the same way he raps on albums. He's not going to strain his motherfucking voice or uh, no shit like that. His shit sounds crystal clear. And it's coming from a dude who don't even do the mic check. He let Google, the engineer, do it. Right. He said in, in, in the motherfucking stands just, just watching dude rap and shit like that. Man, it sounds like the... Re- and, and, and another thing I got to give Jay-Z credit for is he don't rap over his words. He yeah, gives you a real, yeah. yeah, he he, he <laughs> gives you a real show. And, and when you add Kanye to the mix and he gets the visual shit, he's like the top performer. Mm-hmm. It ain't as animated as, as you would get with DMX and Busta Rhyme and, and all that shit. But man, you get the visual, you get the sound system, you get the lyrics, and you get the production that he really used. Because nine times out of ten, I, I listen to all these damn songs with my headphones. So I ain't right. hearing all. I ain't hearing all the, the the real beat. How the real beat go? So when you go to them concerts, it's like, damn, this song hit. It's my favorite song. It just it sounds so much different, in you know, in the real system. You know, mm-hmm. that's why I say if if they ever go back on tour, I want to see Drake again. I want to see uh, not not Drake again. I want to see Drake. I want to see Kanye again. I want to see Jay again. But I want to pick a city. 
where I know they're going to bring out special guests, like maybe Atlanta or maybe like uh, Miami, something like that. Then they're probably going to bust my head for the ticket. And maybe I'm just, you know, talking because I'm, I'm pretty cheap. So, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just wishful thinking. I would like to go to a, a, a high-profile city like that to see a good performance because I know they're going to have special guests coming through. Yeah. You know? I think it'd be worth it. I definitely wouldn't go to no California to watch them, though. Why not? Why not California? Uh, uh, all that robbing shit they're doing out there. Oh, I ain't yeah, got yeah. time for that. I ain't got time <laughs> for that. They, they breaking the motherfuckers. They're running the cars and everything. I ain't got time for that. Yeah. It's pretty it bad when, when you see the LAPD saying, basically, if you come, we can't keep you safe. Man. <clears throat> I ain't got time for that. It's a That's an extortion city. It's an extortion city, especially, you know what I'm saying? You trying to go to, you know, see the Nipsey mural, man, you get caught in the wrong, you get caught up in, in the wrong thing. Yeah. You got to be careful. Yeah, you got to be real careful, you know what I'm I saying? Mean, we went a few years ago when uh, Issa Rae had her show, Girls, was it Girlfriends or Girls? You talking about Insecure? Insecure? Insecure, I'm sorry, different yeah. show. Insecure. Yeah. And she wanted to go by the apartment that Issa was living in on the show. Mm-hmm. The, dun- the dunes. That's it. In the jungle. In the yep. jungle. And I took her like a dummy. And I'm like, she like <laughs> wanted to get out. I'm, I'm like, okay, there it is. Let's keep going. She wants to get out and take pictures. I'm like, man, get the get back in this damn car. Let's go. You got to be careful. But, you know, we don't know where we're. I've been before to California, but I don't know each neighborhood. Yeah, but when you go, to, you know, in that particular neighborhood, you you can see that you need to either you know be from there or get the hell away from there. Mm-hmm. Both of them, all at all at all at the same time. Because if they yep. see anything of value, they will approach you. Yeah. What's yep. up, homie? <laughs> Man, I'm just trying to go back home. <laughs> I'm on no trouble. <laughs> You know they show it. It's all they show it all. Uh, the, the 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 beautiful weather, the trees, and but yeah, it's dangerous. Just like New York, you got to know it's dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Um, I rats and trash they got everywhere out there. But I still would want to go to New York. But it's I know it's dangerous. You know, it's no I, different. Yeah, I've been to uh, New York once. My brother just went maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. That's a, a reasonable city. I don't know how much it would be from where you are, from Texas, but from here, mm-hmm. St. Louis, it, it's pretty reasonable to fly there. You know, but the hotels are different. You know, you want a nice hotel, you're going to have to pay or, you know, book your room early. No, I'm going to stay in Jersey. I ain't doing that. I'm staying in Jersey. Jersey works, you think? I would stay in Manhattan, man. Your first time. Okay. Keep okay. it simple. I could do that. Okay. Yeah, I could do that. What you save on a hotel by staying in Jersey, you're gonna pay in Ubers. Every Good like point. the part of part of it for a first time visitor is in Manhattan. Mm. I would say find your hotel in Manhattan. Keep just keep it simple. Okay, you can do that. Just in my opinion, you know that's if going back a second time. I still would just only stay in Manhattan. I wouldn't. Try to stay in Brooklyn. I don't know anything about Brooklyn. So you, mm-hmm. you kind of will be out there on your own. So I would just stay right. stay in Manhattan where all the other tourists are. So you kind of blend yeah. in. 
Right. That's a good. That's a good point. You know, yeah. you don't want to be out on no subway just you and your wife coming from New Jersey. You don't know where you are. You just like reading a map trying to get get somewhere. You just kind of you stand out. Yeah. That's the truth. You you tell you tell the truth. I definitely love doing a tourist thing, but you, you, you know, <laughs> I remember one time, <laughs> I remember one time I was in Chicago and uh, I've always, when I go to Chicago, stay in the suburbs, but then drive down downtown mm-hmm. and I never stay downtown because I never like to pay for that parking. But this yeah, particular time, I was, yeah. It's crazy, you know. I'm like, y'all charging me daily just just to, for the parking lot. Like, this is crazy. And, and a hotel that I'm staying at, you charging me to park. Right, crazy. So yeah. this particular time, I drove from downtown. I think I was on State Street or either Michigan. I think I was on State Street, and I drove on uh, out of downtown on State Street. And I was like, oh, this is uh, Chinatown. Like, oh, this is nice. And I drove out of Chinatown. And it looked like I was on the, it looked like I went back in, in time in, into the 1970s because it was nothing but projects. I've never seen that many projects in my life, like tall rise building and stuff like that, just building after building after building. I'm like, man, where the hell I'm at? You know, so get past that. Now I'm on the south side. I'm on the deep part of the south side. Yeah. Man, my heart just pounded like, yeah. Oh no. Nah. You can feel got, it when, I, when you hit that yeah. south side. You can feel it. <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> I was prepared for this right here. And so I was just driving up the street and then I found the street called Cicero. And that street is like a Limburg or a Manchester, you know what I'm saying? But the crazy part about it is it's so long and the neighborhoods change. Mexican mm-hmm. neighborhood, black neighborhood, Arab neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? You just see malls on this street, malls on that street. It, it was just very interesting, but at the same time, it was dangerous. It, 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 yeah. it, was, it was truly like, I was like, I ain't getting out this car. I ain't getting out, you know. This is what I had been really wanting to see. I should have thought about that. Well, I would never get out that uh, a car on the south side of Chicago. <laughs> I try to hurry up and turn my ass around. Turn my... I say this to my wife. I said, "Let's get our white ass out of here because <laughs> you feel so <laughs> you feel so out of place." I'm like, "Man, let's get our white ass out of here." Because feel, I feel we felt like that. that in New York. We uh, stayed on the subway too long, end up in Brooklyn at nighttime. We could see the Brooklyn Bridge above <laughs> us because that that train uh, it goes like under the bridge, but you could see the oh, bridge. Wow. And we've mm-hmm. got to that Brooklyn station. I was like, man, let's get our white ass back on this train going the opposite <laughs> direction and get back to Manhattan. But yeah, yeah, I know it, the it feeling. Go down. Yeah. yeah, it go down. Like when you get caught, all, all I could think about was being a victim of my family saying, what the hell was he doing over there? Right. You know, and hey, I know answer for that. You know, <laughs> I, was just trying to be a, I was just trying to be a tourist and see, you know, what's because I had never really been on the south side. I've been on the west side before yeah. to a mall, but I yeah. had never really been on the south side before. And yeah, I got what I was looking for. I yeah. quickly got what I was looking for. And it, and it, I must have been like in the heart of the south side because mm-hmm. coming off where the projects was, when I turned, I could see the brown, uh, the, the brick buildings, the brick houses. You know what I'm saying? With no, 
Well, no cookie cutter homes. They were all brick houses. You know what I'm saying? It looked good from that structure, but I could just tell that this was rough. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't at peace because I was by myself. I wasn't at peace. And I was like, man, <laughs> I don't want my car to break down and I'm not going to stop. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. I feel like a target too, you know, when you're paranoid, you feel like everybody can see you, everybody yep. looking for you, yep. everybody know you're a tourist. Everybody can notice you, yep. Yeah, you just, you, your mind just start wondering and, and, and getting in panic mode and stuff. And I'm damn near like uh, rolling these stops at the stop signs and, you know, praying for this light to hurry up and get green and shit, you know, just, you, you listen to this rap music and shit, you're hearing gunshots at the music, so it's like, your mind just wondering, like, I ain't got time for this now. Come on, Lord. Get me back to my hotel room. Safe. So, yeah. I never I never had that feeling in Vegas, even though I feel like Vegas could be rough, too. I never really drove around Vegas in a car. You know what I'm saying? I've been around the MGM Grand uh, doing um, the fight, before the fight and after the fight. And... It, it get rough around there. You just pay attention. It, 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 it get rough around there, you know. I got you. Yeah, but, you know, Vegas Vegas got them neighborhoods that look pretty nice and stuff, but I ain't trusting it. Yeah, we, we drive around, and it, it's definitely sketchy. We, um, okay. We end up, like, I like to do local stuff. You can kind of blend in as long as you're not too shiny, too dressed mm-hmm. up like a tourist. With your brand new Jordans on and stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> you will stand out if you go to the hood, to the hood malls. But if you can mm-hmm. just kind of dress normal, dress down, you can you can blend in and, mm-hmm. you know, get that local vibe. But, yeah, yeah. We, we like to get a car and drive around Vegas. It's, it's really not that bad. It's I guess it's all in where you go and standing out, not, not doing mm-hmm. too much. But, yeah. yeah, we like to drive around. Have you ever been to the Mayweather gym? Have you ever drove by the Mayweather gym in Vegas? I may have driven by it, but never, you know, going in. Okay. I don't remember going. Yeah, you went yeah, before, I, right? Nah, I, I I never been. I know I know it's in um, the strip mall of Chinatown or something like that, but nah, I, ne- I never been. I always talk like I'm a dude, but when I get out there, there's just be so much stuff to do. I mean, That's true, it, man. It seemed like it seemed like time just slips by whenever I'm in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's man. We 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 went with a list of stuff to do. Mm-hmm. On the plane, we we're coming back and we have six new things or things that we didn't get to to add to the mm-hmm. next list. So it's just mm-hmm. this is always something that you could be doing. It's a very overwhelming. Uh, it's a very overwhelming city from the time you land and get into your hotel. It, it feel like a cruise ship times 10. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you never... I, I really never get good sleep there, really. You know what I'm nope. saying? Nope. Uh, you, you're never trying to get back to the room to go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? It's just so much shit to do and so much shit to see. And it's like, yeah, my, my mind just gets the one. And every time on the way coming back, I'd be like, man, I'm supposed to do this. We're supposed to go here. We're supposed to go there. Yeah. You know, last time we went, we did the... Um, we we did the uh, Grand Canyon tour. Uh, I never do that again in, in uh, December. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but it was interesting though. It was interesting. That was that was a man. That was like an all day type of tour. 
they get you with those tours. They 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 just lock you into that that van or uh, mm-hmm. bus all day long. Yeah, that 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 thing was not comfortable like I thought. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, that that would be a good family reunion type of tour if you had like some 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 nice paper if money wasn't a thing and you know you could put together a tour for your close family and, and, and rent you a bus not no van rent you like a spacious bus where y'all get a driver and everybody is comfortable and they seat and and when y'all get to y'all destinations it's it's, it's on point versus those little cooped up you know uh, vans and everybody driving you know what I'm saying 105 miles and stuff like that and because we, we drove through U, out of Vegas to Utah to Arizona, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, 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 was, <laughs> it was, I think we left like 2 in the morning, you know what I'm saying? Or one one thirty in the morning, something like that. So yeah, it was, it was all day thing. You know? Yeah, it's all about the amount of time you have. It's, it's Every time it's like, damn, we need like two more days, three more days. Right. right. This time, we, we were talking about that, my wife and I, about Mm-hmm. It would be nice if we could have stayed for like two weeks and just now took see, our time. That that right there, I, I say that when I say that when I get home. But man, I think that's overkill because you at the overkill point. Yep, I agree. It 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 it's so much stuff to do that it wears you out that you're ready to get back home. If that yeah. makes any sense, you know what I'm saying? Because you gotta you gotta consider what you gonna what you be eating. You either eat fast food or you eat mm. that buffet food. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that stuff is is hit or miss, up and down, and stuff like that. You know. So from a food portion of it, you're gonna run through some money. You know what I'm saying? Good luck. Hopefully, you got some good luck when it comes to the gambling side. You know what I'm saying? Hope you got you know. 14 days of, of, of winning every day when it comes to the gambling, you know, <laughs> which is probably yeah. impossible in Vegas. Yep. You know what yep. I'm saying? Throw on some shopping shit. Because you hit them big on the first day, you're going to be ready to go. <laughs> They're going to yep. get that money back. As long as you or, say they're getting that money back. Yep, or either you're going to get bored and go back and start losing. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, yep. It's, always that, it's always that temptation. And the, and the thing I realized about Vegas, you can't gamble everywhere. You you have to pick what you have to pick where your mojo flows at and, and and stay there and get it. But if you try to just go in and out of the casinos, they will get you. They will get you. The energy just flows different in different casinos. You know, whether it's downtown or whether it's on the strip, you gotta you gotta if you won at this one, keep keep going back there, you know. That's true. You switch that stuff up, boy. They'll break you. I like the I like to gamble at the smaller casinos. Mm. It can it can be a hole in the wall, like circus circus. And mm. I like to gamble like at those type of places where the table limits are low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have some they have some they have some table limits. You're looking at them like y'all like y'all man. <laughs> man, like, I saw. Go ahead. Like I'm not finna spend no fifty dollars to shoot no dice. That's your mind. For the first time, uh-huh. man, I saw a hundred dollar table limit. I, on roulette, yeah, too. I've never seen a hundred dollar limit. I thought twenty twenty five was high. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's too. You know, I when I went for that Floyd Mayweather fight, I think I was at uh, what was that nice hotel? 
Uh, right next to Excalibur and Luxor. I think it's is it Mirage? That's Excalibur, Luxor. It's uh, it's Excalibur, Luxor, then Mandalay Bay. Must have been Mandalay Bay. That's yeah. that's a nice one, I think, compared to uh, Luxor. Yeah, it is. Man, them, yeah. dudes, them dudes was stopping the game, coming into the game five thousand dollars, thirty four hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? I had my funky hundred dollars. <laughs> Man, I watched this cat just just was playing the field like a thousand dollars a row. Mm-hmm. I was I, I just kept looking at him like oh just but he was doing it with cash. Mm-hmm. He 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 wouldn't buy the chips. He was just buying in with cash and landed on a, on on the, on the combat. And I watched this cat hit three times in a row, like a nine, a ten, or eleven, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Now he was looking stupid when he was look when he was losing, mm-hmm. but when he was hitting, they was counting the shit out. You know, it was like uh, you gotta have some big balls for that. But yeah, I, I, I didn't I didn't have the heart to kind of gamble with that. I was like, shit, I'm trying to win with what he playing with, you know? Right. Yeah, like they was just throwing money away. I get you. When he hit, did they pay him in chips? Like they didn't. They it was chips, right? They, yeah, they paid. They paid him in chips. Yeah, they paid, paid him in chips. chips. He just kept. He kept stopping the game, and the, you know how they spread your money across. You could easily just count. You know what I'm saying? Like one, two, three. You know that, that's how I was able to count his money like that. And he right. just kept doing it. You yeah, know? like look at this dude. Like man, just throw it all out there. And let them give you all these <laughs> chips, and then right. you do it. But he kept doing it every every roll and stuff, you know. Yeah. Like okay. in my mind, down. I'm calling. Yeah, in my mind, I'm calling him a clown and all this kind of shit. But shit, like I said, when he hit like three times back to back, shit, man, he had about six times more more than what I had. Right. Like, yeah, man. What just mm. happened in this thing? Trying to see what happened in, in the oh, end of the football game. They just fought. Oh, that's my that's my boy Gregory from from Dallas Cowboys. Randy the Gregory. Bron- oh, he made the Broncos just hit. Um, is it Geno Smith, the quarterback? No, nah, that's no, nah, that's Metcalf. Metcalf is the quarterback. Uh, no, no, who's the quarterback? Nah, uh, Geno Smith. Yeah, a few plays ago, Geno Smith got hit up high around the chest, so that may. Have, Rattled him a little. Mm. He got a late hit around the head and neck area. Hey, you've been paying attention to to the Queen and uh, with the, with the Queen's passing and everything that they say that England owns and all the shit that they did. Mm-mm. I'm like, man, we ain't never learned this in history. Like, uh, I just, I just never knew. Mm-hmm. How much control over the world that they had? No, I didn't see how much they owned. I thought it was just like uh, a like a pretend job. Hell no, hell no. It was on a coastline, mm-hmm. countries that crown. Like I, I don't see how one small country like that has that much power. All them Caribbean islands, most of them owned by the British. All right, I'm tired, man. We've been going for yeah, me too. about two hours. <laughs> this is All a whole right. other episode. I'm going to call this one episode eleven, the wrap up. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. So it started off with uh, me saying, and you, you said it first. You said, I think we, you were talking about Tupac, and it made me mm-hmm. remember Kendrick being, to me, the new Tupac. Mm-hmm. So that sparked that. the conversation. Yep. That sparked I, the conversation. I, I agree with that. Yep. Yeah. I think he I think he got that title when he did uh Pimp My Butterfly. Yeah, to, uh, to Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah, Pimp Butterfly. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I said that It's wrong. okay. It's late. <laughs> it's late. We've been working all day. My yeah. son said uh, my son I was telling my son about the concert uh, earlier uh-huh. today and he's we were talking about um that Big Steppers album, how the music was just okay. It kind of has to grow on you. But we both agreed to pimp, to pimp, to pimp a butterfly was probably his yeah. worst album to me. You think so? Yeah, compared to everything else, I, I never just I never got into it. Yeah, see, see that album, that album. I listened to it on my phone. I hated it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that album until I bought the CD. And put it in my car, and just vibed out to it. That was a real deep album that had real good. I had liked his singles. I, I liked All Right, and I liked uh, I or something like that. So I, I, I was like, I'm, I'm liking everything he's putting out. But why is it I don't like this album? When I gave that album a chance and, and kind of mellowed down and dropped my expectation, I was able, I was able to crystal hear what he was saying and his meaning. All in that album, he kept saying, I remember you was conflicted using mm. your, using misguided or using your energy. He's talking about Tupac. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, you know, uh, I found my, I found myself in a, a hotel room screaming at the wall. Lucy, I don't know who Lucy represents, but I guess it's a metaphor for something. But I, I remember hearing that like, oh, that's deep. You know what I'm saying? He, he had a lot of good songs on. That's one of my favorite Kendrick albums. That's like, that's like, um, to Pimp a Butterfly is like a death certificate album to me, in my opinion. How Ice, how it makes that transition from Ice Cube. You know, he went gangster, gangster, gangsters to making like a conscious album, like a like a uh, Jay Z's blueprint. You know what I'm saying? Is mm-hmm. you know that's Jay Z's one of Jay Z's most honest albums outside of Four Four Four. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's it, man. All right, let's wrap it up. This is episode yeah. 11 called the wrap up for now. The title might change. Probably if you stick around a few more seconds, you'll hear some, some music from the artists we talked about it from episode 10, 9, 3, 11. So stick around. You'll probably hear some music at the end. Um, we appreciate you again. I'm Jared. This is Hughes. Pa deep. Peace. Signing off.